One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 63. I'm really excited about this episode because Making Good is celebrating its first birthday. As of May 19th, Making Good podcast is one year old. That is one year of releasing podcast episodes every single week and some fun extra bonus episodes on top of the weekly episodes just for fun. Kate and I were on a walk through our neighborhood yesterday, and I was telling her about how I wanted to have this week's podcast episode be a celebration of one year of making good, but also something super valuable to listeners. And she said, oh, like how to stick with it or something like that. And I thought, yes, exactly that. So here we are. In today's episode of Making Good, we're going to be talking about what I've learned about sticking with something and being consistent every single week for a full year of podcasting. But before I jump in, I just have one request for you. If this podcast has been valuable to you as a celebration of our one year birthday, I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram to say hello and let me know that you're listening at Lauren Tilden. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. Okay, so let's jump in. Let me first start by saying that consistency and sticking with it aren't usually words and terms that I would use to describe myself. I cannot tell you how many things I've started and then just let them fizzle out. Books, I mean writing books and reading books. Hobbies, I tend to buy all of the supplies, try things once and then be done. Organizational systems, I like to set up really elaborate organizational systems and then never actually use them. Exercise regimens, don't even get me started here. (laughs) I could go on, but the point is I am not, quote, one of those people who is super organized and disciplined and always finishes what they start. So I have to be honest and say that I find myself somewhat surprised to be sitting here celebrating one year of making good, one year of designing content, writing episodes, recording episodes and interviews, editing episodes, writing show notes, publishing episodes, and then telling you all about them consistently every single week, no matter what has been going on in my life. And this year has been a big one. We became parents just over a month ago. So yes, this is my opportunity to pat myself on the back and say, wow, I am so proud of this podcast and the content I've created and the community I found because I've showed up to release an episode 52 weeks in a row. But my conversation with Kate yesterday helped me realize that along the way, I have learned some things about how to really commit and stay with something for a year. So I also want to use this episode as an opportunity to dig in and explore what I can learn and share with you about how to stick with it, whatever it is to you. So let's dig in. First of all, what do I mean by sticking with it? 
with sticking with it. I mean, committing to doing something over an extended period of time and showing up for it on a regular basis, even when you don't feel like it, even when you've got a lot of other things on your plate, even when you may not be seeing the exciting, motivating results that keep you going. I think sticking with it is an important topic to cover on this podcast because it's a critical part of the journey for just about any small business owner. Running a small business is full of ups and downs and plateaus. It's not always exciting and uplifting. A lot of the times it feels like we're putting in a lot of work and not seeing the results we want. So sticking with it is about the willingness to keep moving forward, no matter how things are going in the short term. Which brings me to my next point. What kind of things should we stick with? I'm definitely not suggesting that we have to keep doing everything we start doing forever. Sometimes there are activities, projects, or even businesses that we have to let go of. I talk a lot on this podcast about the role of intention and clarity in business because it helps us to know where we spend our time and energy. And this is so relevant to this topic today. Two of the most important things that we should all be clear on are our why and our vision. Your why is why are you doing what you're doing? What kind of change or impact do you want to make in the world? And your vision is what do you want to create? What do you want your business and life to look like in a year or five years or 10 years? These questions are really worth thinking about and spending the time to have answers for. So what's worth sticking with? In my opinion, the things worth sticking with are the things that when we run them past our why and our vision, they're the activities, the initiatives, the projects, the businesses that will move us toward those goals. Okay, so we've defined what I mean by sticking with it. And we've talked a little bit about how to know if part of your business is worth sticking with. So how do we stick with it? I've come up with eight ways to stick with it that I wanted to share with you today on this podcast episode. My first suggestion is to schedule it. If it's not on your calendar, it's not a priority. Possibly the most critical step to sticking with it is to make sure that you are carving the time out in your schedule to ensure that it gets done. Let's say, for example, the business activity you want to stick with is consistently marketing your business on Instagram. Just like any meeting or appointment, if you want to make sure that this gets done, it needs to be in your calendar. It always helps me to break things down into the smallest possible elements in order to get my head around a project. So if I'm working on getting consistent using Instagram for my business, I would want to break down on a weekly basis, how much am I posting, what combination of posts, reels, stories, Instagram TVs, etc. am I posting... And then when I know the breakdown of what I'm going to post, I want to get honest with myself about how much time it will take to create that content. And then when I know the amount of time that I need to reserve in my calendar, the most important step is that we actually put it into our calendar. Add it in just like any other appointment that you can't miss. My second suggestion is to make it easy. Make it easy on yourself. It's super tempting to overcomplicate things and pile too much on your plate. But the simple reality is this. The easier it is to do something, the more likely it is that we'll actually do it. This is a really important concept in marketing. We need to make it easy for our customers and audience to take the action that we want them to take. But it's also a really important concept in human behavior. The easier it is to do a task, the more likely it is that you'll actually do it. So sticking with this Instagram marketing example, let's talk about how we could make it easy to make sure we get our Instagram content created each week. For example, if we followed my suggestion in step one to reserve the time in our calendar to create content, we now have an appointment in our calendar telling us to create Instagram content. From there, how could we make it easy for us to actually take the action when that appointment time comes? Here are some ideas. 
we could include a link to the Google Doc that we're going to write the posts in, in the actual calendar invite. We could have a clear plan laid out of what each post is going to be about. So we're not starting from scratch, staring at a blank screen. We could have already selected images for the posts and have them handy. The key here is to set yourself up so you don't have to actually think very much. The Nobel Prize winning behavioral economist, Daniel Kahneman, said, Thinking is to humans as swimming is to cats. They can do it, but they'd prefer not to. Thinking is hard. It just is. If there's something we know we struggle to get done each week, for example, creating your Instagram content, I know I'm raising my hand on this one, we need to figure out ways to make it as easy as possible and we'll be so much more likely to actually get it done. My third suggestion is to find accountability. Gretchen Rubin has a concept called the four tendencies, which is a model that answers the question, how do I get people, including myself, to do what I want? If you want to take this quiz, it's free. You can head to quiz.gretchenrubin.com. I will link it in the show notes at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 63. For one of these types, obligers, which I am, accountability is critical. But I think even if you don't identify as an obliger, accountability can be a super powerful way of making sure that you stick with things. This means that if I want to make sure that I'm going to get something done, other people need to know about it and ideally care whether or not it happens. Let's use this podcast, for example. For this podcast, I release episodes every Tuesday. I know that listeners expect new episodes to drop every Tuesday, so I feel accountable to making sure that I release an episode each Tuesday. If I had only told myself that I was going to release the podcast Tuesdays, I think there is a much lower chance that I would have the same track record of consistency that I have. But because I know people are waiting for it, I show up. A few suggestions of what accountability might look like to you. It might look like having an accountability buddy that you check in with on your projects each week, having a coach who expects you to complete certain actions each week, working in a group program or, or co-working sessions to get things done with others, and telling your audience when to expect things from you and having them hold you accountable. When you have something that you need to get done, try building some accountability in. I know that for me, this is one of the most powerful and effective factors, and I'm figuring out how to build it into other aspects of my business too. On a similar note to accountability, my fourth suggestion is to get outside feedback. Getting feedback is one step further than building accountability into your business. It's inviting someone you trust to look at what you're doing and give you their thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. A couple of ways that I love to incorporate feedback into my business. First, I love to talk to other small business owners about challenges I'm facing and get their ideas. Sometimes we just get too close to things in our business, and another set of eyes can make a huge difference. If you're looking for a small business community and somewhere to get these answers, check out the Facebook group for this podcast at makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. And my favorite way to get feedback is to talk to my target audience. As businesses, we have customers or an audience and pretty much everything we do should be in service to them in some way. For this podcast, I love to hear from listeners and ask them questions about the podcast, what kind of content they'd like to see. I often do polls on my Instagram stories for ideas on topics that people want to learn about, etc. Running a small business can be a solitary operation and getting feedback from others can help breathe some fresh energy and air into things and keep you excited and on track. My fifth suggestion to sticking with it is to track things. 
We spend a lot of time, energy, and money in our businesses on various tactics and projects that we hope will help us make more sales and a bigger impact. But the only way to know for sure if what we're doing is generating the impact we're hoping for is to find a way to track it. Yes, I'm talking about numbers. Numbers are your friend. Looking at the numbers in our business can be a double-edged sword. Sometimes we'll look at our sales numbers or our number of Instagram followers or podcast downloads and be disappointed. Why aren't things changing? Why aren't these numbers higher? When we talk about tracking and numbers, the important thing is that we are paying attention to the right numbers. What numbers can you look at that will actually represent the impact of whatever activity you're trying to stick with? And then how can we set aside our immediate emotional reaction and ask ourselves, what can I learn from this? Let's take this podcast again as an example. I have learned so much from paying attention to podcast download numbers. Between different episodes, I can make judgments about what topics my audience is most interested in. I can see what length of episodes people like the best. I can see the time of year that I get more downloads and less downloads. I can see the type of campaigns that lead to listener growth and the types of activities that lead to more of a plateau. Numbers are super powerful if you pay attention to the right ones. My sixth suggestion is to get efficient. And for me, efficiency is all about how I can spend less time and get the same or better results. For me, this might be, how can I create podcast episodes that are just as good or even better in less time? This is a place that I am constantly evolving in, but I'll tell you some of the things I've done. For my interviews, I have a guest questionnaire that I collect guest information from, so I'm not repeating the same questions and having the same conversations over and over again. I have a system in place from taking a raw recording to edited episode, then eventually getting it uploaded to my host and building out the show notes. I schedule my podcast episodes to be automatically released early Tuesday morning of each week. And I have a consistent process for promoting my podcast episodes through Instagram and email. I'm still working on this. One of the things I'm working on is batching. I'm trying to do a better job of batching out my content. Batching is an amazing skill to have. For me, this would mean recording a bunch of episodes one day, editing them another day, setting up all the marketing for them another day. Sticking to one kind of task at a time is much more time efficient than switching between tasks for one episode all in the same day, which is often what I do at this point. So again, work in progress. And then at some point when it's cost effective, I will be outsourcing the podcast editing. Podcast editing is not my zone of genius and it takes me a little bit too long. The goal for me is to spend as little as time as possible, but still create content that is as good as I've been creating, if not better. And then every free minute I find in my schedule is time that I can use to work on new fun things that light me up or to spend time with my family. My seventh suggestion is to create community. When I first started out in my small business back in 2017, I was so excited to work for myself by myself. I'm an introvert and I felt like this lone wolf working style was going to be my sweet spot. But it only took a couple of months for me to realize that running your own business for yourself, by yourself can be super lonely. My experience as a small business owner got so much better when I started to prioritize finding community and letting other people in. Sharing what I was struggling with, sharing my wins, asking for advice and input when I needed it. So for this step, I'm going to simply say, find small business community. It's worth the effort and you won't regret it. If you are wondering how, here are a couple places to start. The first is, again, join my community. I would love to have you. If you like this podcast and this kind of content, you will love the Good Business community. 
It's a free Facebook group where we take the conversations further and do other fun things like procrastination sessions, private Facebook lives, etc. You can join at makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. And then second, I did a whole podcast episode about finding your small business community. That's how important this topic is to me. Listen to episode 25, how to find your small business community at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 25. My last and final tip for sticking with it is my favorite, and that is to let it be fun. If I've learned anything over the last few years in business, it's that enthusiasm is a very powerful energy. When I'm excited about something, when I'm having fun with it, that's when all of the best things happen. And nothing keeps me motivated and more likely to stick with things than keeping things fun, fresh, and exciting. I'm glad that I've approached this podcast from the perspective of what sounds fun? What do I want to talk about on the podcast? What would light me up? Because the times that I really dig into what I'm excited about and lit up by the most, that's when things really take off. Those are the episodes that are downloaded the most and that you message me the most about to say they really made an impact for you. Ask yourself, what would make me excited to work on this project? And then entertain that idea. How could you make it happen? An example for me is that in November, I decided it would be really fun to give a holiday gift to my listeners of a bonus episode every single week in the month of December. This was a lot of work, but it was so fun that despite it being a very busy time in retail and with my other businesses, I was able to pull it off. In December 2020, I released 11 episodes, and they have been some of my favorite episodes to date. Not only that, but this campaign of doubling up on my episodes for a month led to some pretty massive growth in my listenership, which has continued to this day. So if you have a tendency to be all business, I would encourage you to give yourself the opportunity to do something fun. We'll keep you excited and motivated to keep going and you never know what kind of results you might see. So as a quick review, here are my eight ways to stay on track and stick with it. First, schedule it. Second, make it easy. Three, find accountability. Four, get feedback. Five, track it. Six, get efficient. Seven, create community. And eight, let it be fun. Sticking with things is hard, but it is possible. And I hope that this episode offers some ideas you can put into practice the next time you have a project or idea that you really want to stick with. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a couple of ways to keep the ball rolling. First, I have an awesome guide to creating great marketing content and coming up with new ideas. Download it for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash content. Second, there's a Facebook community of other amazing small business owners and great content just for you that I would love for you to join at makinggoodpodcast.com slash community. And finally, if you found this episode helpful or valuable, I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player and then tag me on Instagram stories at Lauren Tilden, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. You can find the full details from this episode over at the show notes page at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 63. If this is your first time tuning in and you're interested in hearing more about my businesses, check out how I can help you with your small business marketing at laurentilden.co. My plant-inspired greeting cards, vinyl stickers, and art prints at goodsheila.com. And my Seattle retail shop, Station 7, at station7seattle.com. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.